It's Friday, February 3rd, 2022. I'm Ben Bowden, and you are listening to Simple Rhythms. Simple Rhythms is a daily podcast aimed to give you a simple and steady diet of God's Word and to help us all prepare for this upcoming Sunday's sermon. I'm real excited about this upcoming Sunday's sermon. We're getting back into Leviticus. Let me tell you, we are hitting the first seven chapters, the five major offerings, and we're going to talk about sacrifice. And oh, what a... (laughs) What a, what a joy it will be to get into that. And of course, we're talking about how Jesus is the great sacrifice and Jesus is the true answer. Jesus is the fulfillment of all of those sacrifices that were required in order to come into the presence of God. But what we're doing today is what we do generally on Fridays, and that is take a question that you are asking, a question that the congregation is has on their mind. And today's question is a really good one. This is how it reads, how should I lovingly respond when someone says, I'm not going to church because there are a bunch of hypocrites at church? I tell you, I appreciate this because if I've heard it one time, I've heard it a million times. And I'm sure you're the same way. Maybe maybe you're listening and you've actually said that. You've bemoaned the church because maybe you know some hypocrites uh, that are plugged in, maybe are leaders in the church. Um, and you just think, you know, what's the deal? Is there any reason that we should dedicate ourselves to the church? Because it's, um, you know, this is filled with hypocrites. Well, I want to say, like, first of all, you've got to define hypocrite. Like, what, what do you, what do you mean by hypocrite? Because if you mean profession, I, I just don't know of one person on planet Earth that or at least one person in the church that I've ever known that's actually claiming that. Um, and and so it, it's funny, like as, as Christians, part of our confession is saying we're more mu- messed up than anyone else could even imagine. I mean, the old song, Amazing Grace, How Sweet the Sound That Saved a Wretch Like Me. Part of our confession is saying we are wretched, like we are messed up. We are more messed up than we even know. We're more messed up than you even know. Only God knows how messed up we are, but God, in His grace, pursued us, came after us, and sent His Son, Jesus, to die for us. So, I think that's important to remember. And um, But but I want to say, too, I think as church people, we need to hear this rebuke and not get defensive, but we need to, to hear this and take it to heart, because Paul says in Romans 12, let your love be genuine. Abhor what is evil. Hold fast to what is good. Now, when he says let your love be genuine, what he's saying right there is let your love be without hypocrisy. That's what the Greek word right there literally means. Let it be without hypocrisy. And the and when Jesus, um, when, when he rebuked the religious leaders of his day, the Pharisees and the scribes, he called them hypocrites. And he would describe their hypocrisy. He would call them, you know, whitewashed tombs that you're dead on the inside and uh, you're filled with dead man's bones. You're like a cup that is dirty on the inside and you clean the outside so well, but you need to first clean the inside. And so basically what he was saying is you put on a front. You you make yourself look like something that you're really not on the inside. When no one else is watching except for God, God still knows who you are. And that's how he understood hypocrisy. And so if we're going with that, I think we as the church need to say, okay, 
is there are there blind spots in our church like in our church and then as individuals we need to say are there blind spots in our lives are we actually being hypocritical because in romans um the apostle paul said it's because of your lives that the gentiles profane the name of christ in other words you're you call yourself a christian you're just a hypocrite. You don't want to be that. So how do you respond in that way? I, I would say, you know, okay, um, first of all, you're right. There, I, I would actually um, affirm them in that, and I would say there's too far too much hypocrisy in the church. There always has been, and I would make it clear to them that uh, no one that I know of actually condones hypocrisy. It exists. Sometimes it's far too blatant and it's far too obvious. It is real, but nobody's actually condoning that. Like you don't see any, uh, you know, PhD candidates that are writing dissertations on why hypocrisy should be escalated in the church. You don't see pastors preaching on the need for more hypocrisy, and you don't see a whole lot of people just saying, you know, hypocrisy is a really good thing. I don't, I don't know of anybody that. Uh, that says that. So I would I would just like say it's not being condoned. Another thing to consider saying, and of course you've got to weigh out the person that's saying it, the 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 communication, the means of communication that you're using, is it online or is it in person? Uh, the the relationship you have, you know, the nuances, what they're really after. A lot of times it's good just to ask questions to to draw out what they're what their real issue is. Sometimes it's not the hypocrisy. Sometimes it's it's something else. Uh, but something else to consider is saying something to the tune of, you know, it's impossible to be consistent with that line of thought because if if hypocrisy determines your affiliation and participation in all areas of life, you couldn't be affiliated with or participate in anything. Uh, I mean, we've all heard of doctors who were caught in malpractice, but that doesn't keep you from going to the doctor. Uh, so... so it's just hard to be consistent with that. And then I would also say, you know, again, affirm them, uh, and, and it all depends on who you're talking to. But if somebody says that they're not going to church because of the hypocrisy that's in the church, I would just say, you're right. The church is not perfect, but Christ is. And we serve Christ, not people. Um, we, we, uh, we, we worship Christ, not people. We look to Christ, not people. And, and what we constantly teach at our church is to fix our eyes on Jesus. You see, no matter who you are, we all either try to hide our bad sides or we try to make them look good. But deep inside, we all know that we we, we all fall short. And, uh, and, and we should live perfect lives, but we don't. No one, is, it, no one can really escape the charge of hypocrite except for Jesus. And that's who we look to. Jesus, who was tempted in every way, yet without sin, was obedient to the point of death, even death on the cross, so that he may make us alive in him and give us forgiveness and wholeness and peace and actually make us increasingly consistent with what we profess and then how we live. And as long as our eyes are fixed on him, he, not us, receives the glory. So he's our hope. He's our life. 
And by God's grace, he will be lifted high in all the earth. I'm Ben Bowden, and we will meet again next time on Simple Rhythms. Simple Rhythms.